hello, and welcome back to another episode of Tech Girl Happy Hour. We're your hosts. I'm Mel. And I'm Marissa. Marissa, I just want to say congratulations on being fully vaccinated. Thank you. Congratulations on being half vaccinated and soon to be fully vaccinated. (laughs) Thanks. We're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there. What are you drinking tonight? Anything exciting? Um, no, not at all, but I am drinking something. Um, I'm having sleepy time tea. It's like a chamomile tea with valerian root. It's supposed to be really relaxing. Um, I can't drink alcohol yet. I shouldn't because I'm still on painkillers post-surgery. I got my knee, my knee fixed. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. Recapping for anyone who does not know, Marissa tore her ACL, so that... That's the recent update. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? I have the cider from Far West Cider Co., which is the company um, that I bought at their stuff at the farmer's market. And I previously had their guava cider on the podcast. And this is their native mixed culture cider, can conditioned, funky and complex, made with apples from our 100-year-old farm. Wow. That sounds lovely. I wish I could have a cider right now. And I don't know, that uh, the wild yeast stuff is super trendy these days. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't had cider very much recently. You know, like I'm a beer person, but I um, haven't been having the apples as of late. But this is good. It is a little bit funky and complex, but it's not too crazy. It's not too pungent or like too sour. It's like a nice little twist, just a mild twist. Mm. So I am enjoying it. Mm. Sounds lovely. It's always nice to have a midweek pickup drink. I'm going to pour one out for you. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, don't. That's expensive. That's expensive farmer's market cider. Don't let it go to waste. <laughs> you can pour out a, one of the, your old Coors Light in the fridge if you still have it. Oh, man. I had to start pawning those off. <laughs> it's bad. I think there's a couple beer battered food with it. That's a good idea. That's actually a really good use for it. Or yeah, bread or something like that, or dough, pizza. Lots of uses for beer and cooking. Thank you for that. That's actually that helps you are well with my problems a little bit. Oh man. Okay. So you know, talking about ACL tears and whatnot. Uh, today we are talking about resiliency that's right I feel like it's one of those topics that's become a little bit more popular in the last couple years or maybe we're just becoming old enough to be more aware of it but I think it yeah I think the older we get the more we realize how important this kind of stuff is resiliency and I think the older we get the more resilient we get too it's it's interesting reflecting on like our lives from since we were like kids to teenagers to now, I feel like I've become a lot more strong and able to get through things. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Especially as you, oh, there's so much there. There's so much to unpack there, but especially as you grow and just your lives become more rich and we have more harder experiences, right? Um, mm-hmm. What is resiliency to you? It's kind of like a hot topic word, but you know, for somebody who maybe isn't so familiar with the discussion surrounding it, what is it to you? Yeah, I mean, like, I think your your basic definition is being able to go through something that's tough or unpleasant and being able to come out of it, like, fine. But I would even extend that to say, like, resilience is 
it's it's kind of like a flexibility and an adaptability. It's a skill that you develop um, in order to like handle difficult situations with grace and composure and like come out learning something and being better because of it. That was really good. What do you think? No, that was really good. I you could stick that in the dictionary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This Marissa's writing Webster's man. You're just here <laughs> out here writing Webster's plus one to everything that you said. It's all about being able to get through and also having faith in yourself that you're able to get through difficult things and not have it devastate you so much. And I think when I think about like the people that I know who are resilient, the thing that stands out to me or like the reason why I, I really appreciate and I recognize that quality in them is um, is because it, it comes with this like adaption of having a good attitude and like not being prone, so prone at least um, to like feeling down or unhappy or having small turbulences or large turbulences totally disrupt your life. And even for the people around you, I feel like it also helps make you more pleasant in general to be around but I mean I think I think the the internal value is more important than that external value what was your journey with resilience like how do you think how how resilient of a person do you think you are today compared to before like what what's your take on your personal resilience that's a really good question This is funny. I feel like I reflect about a lot of things about myself and this is not one (laughs) that I've like put a lot of thought into. Um, As you said, and I totally agree, I think with age, I have become more resilient. Um, I I don't think that I was ever terrible. See, I think I just was a little bit Maybe when I was younger, I was just sheltered enough that I never um, had too bad of like experiences to go through ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a few, but you know, yeah, I feel like I've become more resilient with age, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm like thinking, hmm, what can I attribute that to? I don't think there was a specific turning point. I think it's just like, growing you think it's just maturity yeah and like well one thing that I did think about (laughs) was like how do we improve our resiliency and I think there's Mm -hmm. a lot there's a lot of different things there like I think um I think one important thing and I think this is probably the big one of the biggest things for myself is like just like leading full lives like having more than one aspect to your life so that way when something Mm -hmm. goes wrong it's not your entire life collapsing right it's a very similar thing to like um grief one of my favorite sayings surrounding grief is that like the grief or like whatever happened will always be there but it's just that with time coming out of it more things happen in your life and you grow around it so it'll always be there but your life expands around it right kind of kind of a similar kind of situation I feel like with resilience is that if you have like a full life like you have a lot of variation like different things that you're interested in you just like are diversified in your interests in your in your support system you're not just relying on one person like all these different things um then when something happens yeah it's like okay that one part of my life is going wrong but at least all these other things are still going well Yeah. You make a really good point about having different aspects of your life to fall back on. Like, I feel like I kind of went through this issue when I tore my ACL. I think I complained to Mel about this, where literally my entire life revolved around sports and the outdoors. And I like, didn't have a lot going on indoors. 
And when I, when that was taken away from me, it was a huge, huge, huge challenge to like stay sane and handle it well. Um, because like, I didn't really have much that was left. Right. If I had, if I lived like a diverse lifestyle with like a good balance, like amount of indoor hobbies and outdoor hobbies, like I feel like I could handle this a lot better. But it's funny because I feel like you at least were kind of varied with your outdoor hobbies. And so it's like, oh, when you sprained your ankle, then you fell back to like doing biking mm-hmm. instead of running. So like that was kind of a yeah. compromise. But then, yeah, this really just turned everything on, on its head. Yeah. But I mean, coming out of it, I feel like I've really built up resilience. And I feel like that kind of leads me to this point I want to drive home where it's like, for me, like resilience comes from going through tough situations. Like I, I point to areas of my life where I've grown the most and become the most resilient as like those points of like just really bad times, like really dark times. Um, it's like, I don't know, like maybe I'm being too real in the podcast, but I think like my anxiety had a major, major turning point when I like went through like a huge breakdown in college from anxiety. And like ever since then, my relationship with stress and anxiety and my work ethic has completely changed and I can handle like really stressful like just really triggering situations that would bother me a lot before like with ease now and maybe part of it is like the maturity that you speak of but I think a part of it is like trauma encourages a lot of growth too I think that's true but the only thing that I hesitate about totally agreeing with that is like can you be resilient without going through Mm -hmm. really bad trauma is that the main mechanism to develop this or can somebody still be resilient despite like that? I mean, like, that's kind of like, I would, I would be sad if that were the the case, right? Like how you, you can't be a resilient person unless you've gone through some stuff. Like, I I feel like there's also the classic, like there's people are just genetically predisposed to be tougher. Um, Personality differences, like uh, differences in your upbringing, right. That all, contribute to how resilient you are right and I also feel like it depends on the person for like what situations are really difficult like one person's difficult situation could be another person's like you know it's not even a big deal too many confounding factors no there's a lot of factors um yeah yeah I wanted to talk a little bit more about like the ways that we can become resilient so like going through things um have or having full lives helps us to prepare for things like that. I think also like Mm -hmm. gaining this like sense of perspective is important. And again, Mm -hmm. this is like just some people view the world in different ways and that's shaped by our upbringing and our experiences. But like, it is so true that like things could always be better, but they could also always be worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think maybe that's part of why like practicing gratitude is such a popular thing these days is to be able to like, always recognize and like remember the things that you have and in that recognizing that things could always be worse which is kind of like a grim way to say it you don't want to like go around your life being like oh things could always be worse um (laughs) but it's kind of true it's kind of true I think that's a really good point about how there's like some sort of like like just mental health like you you need to like practice like being in a healthy state of mind at all times and like working towards that like just the classic, like, be grateful, live a balanced life, like, manage your stressors, like, make sure you have a good support network, like, all of, like, the classic, like, pieces that are there 
to live a healthy like mental lifestyle is probably really important to be a resilient person as well like if if your life is like falling apart at the seams and something really bad happens like it's gonna be a lot harder to like push through it um and like I I gotta go back to the ACL example because I've been thinking about it a lot but it's like I've had friends who've gone through the same surgery and had like horrible outcomes like mentally um and also physically but that's probably unrelated to this mentally because you know they didn't have like their friends around and like not a lot of people to take care of them and check up on them or for me it's like I had such a good support network Mel sent me flowers and macarons like (laughs) my boyfriend was like a nurse to me all week and that that made like overcoming this obstacle a lot easier right so I think resilience isn't totally dependent on just you and if you can tough it out it's your environment and like if you've set yourself up for success and recovery yeah yeah no thank you for bringing that up that was exactly on my mind as well it's like I think resiliency um is framed as a very individual trait and I think it it kind of is if you want to look at it on its own but you know when we talk about this thing of like oh having perspective or whatever like that um yeah, that's also, it's kind of, that's your internal monologue, but like sometimes it's hard to like always be keeping up that internal monologue. And sometimes you need other people to like remind you of those things, or you just need somebody to lean on to help you out a little bit. And I think, you know, I think that's okay. (laughs) I think it's okay to like have a little bit of support from other people to help prop you up. And then with that, with that help, with that just encouragement, like that, can be a positive factor to help you become more resilient with time. But it doesn't have to be all just about you developing the thickest skin just by yourself or in your life alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I look at a resilient being as like a system of things. Like it's not just you, the individual. It's like everything around you that makes this person slash situation or whatever like resilient. I don't know. Is that like I feel like we're getting so like theoretical yeah no but it goes both ways it's like you can I think you should rely on your support system a little bit but that individual portion of resiliency is still kind of important because like every once in a while part of your support system might fail you like a friend might walk through or you know you might unfortunately feel betrayed by something or disappointed let down um and then that's where like you plus the combination of your rich varied life and support system helps prop you up after that wow damn we we some scholars or something you know so i've talked a lot about my issues recently it has definitely been a hard time so it's been on my mind but like what have you gone through as of late or i don't know the last thing you can remember that was a challenge to your resilience and you had to work through it yeah this this topic was really on our minds because well, Marissa had her, her ACL surgery, and then I had a sad, failed promo attempt <laughs> recently. I went up for promotion, and I did not get it. And I'm not going to get into the details, but it was like, I mean, it was disappointing. And it's not the end of the world. I know that. I was prepared for either outcome, you know. I was not planning around it. So it's not like my whole life, you know, depended on this in order for me to pay my bills or something like it was a safe, it was a calculated like risk to go up for it, I guess, or if you want to say it like that. Um, But it's still like, is disappointing, right? Um, And it was funny though, because I was talking to my manager and he was like very concerned about my 
well-being because I don't know, he's had lots of people that he's managed in the past and he has seen the way like a dejection early on in your career can be like really, really just like hurtful, especially like, I mean, it depends on somebody's experience like coming out of school and whatnot. <laughs> but I was laughing because he was, he was so worried about me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. Like my personal identity is not coupled this strongly with my work identity. I don't take this very personally. Um, I was also laughing because like during school, we always uh, like had midterms where the class average was like a 30. And so like I, I had all expectations beating out of me for from quite a while now. Um, so it was it's not the end of the world, but it is still like a little bit disappointing. I'm not going to I'm not going to like pretend like like it's totally like fine. Obviously, it's something a little bit like unfortunate to go through. Um, but yeah, that's like my recent thing of getting through. I mean, it's okay. I, I don't, I even feel like I'm getting through it. It sounds a little bit too dramatic of a statement. It's just something to deal with. It's the reality of it. Yeah. And it's not what I wanted. And it's going to be a lot of effort for me to have to go through this all again next cycle. But I don't know. It is what it is. What can I do? As I said, I wasn't planning around it. It's not like I'm like, gonna have to move out of my apartment because I can't afford my rent because I needed this promotion like it's okay it's okay I'll be okay I mean like you're handling it pretty well and that's resilience right like I, th I think some other you know there's others out there who probably would have handled it a lot poorly and, and took it really personally right and I'm sure no one is there like just upset for weeks on end about this but it could have it could have been worse like you could have handled it worse so you mentioned that thing about how, you know, the class average was 30 in, in some exams and engineering school, like, beat that out of you. Like, that's maybe that's building your resilience here for, for disappointment. It really helped manage my expectations. And, well, no, really what it did was that I realized that things like that are external validation. Yeah. Like, that's not – it's not tied to me. I don't see that – that's not my value. I, I'm very, very decoupled from what I consider to be like external validation. But I know a lot of people take their work like very seriously <laughs> and very close to heart, which, you know, is good in some ways, like if that's what drives you, like, you know. But yeah, this uh, month, April, has been a real test of our resilience. I mean, I would argue this whole year, like yeah. since last month has been a test of everybody's resilience, right? Like. I, I think I will look back on COVID and say that I've grown a lot because of the circumstances. Wow. But also, I mean, a lot of people, they did grow, but the net effect was negative. So it, it depends, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I mean, COVID has been, I think, a hard one. I do agree. I think a lot of it's tested a lot of people's resiliency, but it's been hard because usually when you think about some event happening it's uh, a little bit shorter time frame you know even like okay your your injury kind of there was a, a lead up of like a number like a month or whatever leading up to surgery but then surgery itself is like a you know just a kind of like a short event and then now you're coming out of it but i think COVID has been like this this divot like this like th that has been the event mm -hmm. for over a year 
Yeah. So I totally don't blame that like everybody's running out of steam and resiliency and like just like yeah. the motivation to cope. <laughs> I mean, it's also interesting to think that like not all events that test our resilience will be like one thing happening and you bouncing back from it. Like I would yeah. probably think there's some years of our life years of our lives that really do test resilience like going to engineering school like that definitely tested both of us like most people um maybe like having kids right like go entering that stage of your life like there's gonna be moments where you really have to like use those resilience muscles to get by right right yeah that's what life is that's how we grow i guess yeah and the timeline is sometimes there is no end or no clear end. But you would hope that the more this happens, the more experiences you collect, the easier it gets. And, you know, problems that were a big deal to you before are no longer a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think that that kind of comes, like, with perspective. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like you know, a kid, like a four-year-old, is when they injure themselves just a little bit, they fall or something, anything, anything happens. They have... Mm-hmm. They need, they have gas in their stomach or something. They just they'll like cry because it's like so uncomfortable because it's like the worst pain that they've known so far in life. But as you experience more things, you you realize, oh yeah, those things that used to bother me are not such a big deal anymore. I feel like just reflecting for a moment. I feel like resiliency is a funny one because we all want to be resilient, but. We don't really want to go through the things that make us more resilient. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like everyone says this with any like traumatic thing. It's like, wow, I really was grateful for the growth that I had, but I would never wish this experience upon anyone. Yeah, Like that's very classic, right? Kind of funny because we've been talking about our past and our present and I was thinking about the future. How resilient will we be in the future and what will shape us? But Ooh, I don't I don't want to be taking any guesses about that. I mean, as bad as it to say, I feel like we're going to go through a lot in the future. Like that's just bound to happen and we'll have to bounce back from it. I think also maybe part of resiliency is also this idea of like becoming more comfortable with being uncomfortable because you Ooh, interesting. You have this faith in yourself that you're going to make it through and that things will might will kind of be okay and that you know that you can get through difficult things. And I think this, I feel like this topic has come up in a previous episode, but yeah, being comfortable or getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's kind of, it's valuable, but it's just like, you know, developing resiliency. It's usually uncomfortable. Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Like resiliency, I'm sure is not about like forcing on a smile and making everything positive when it's not like... I think ultimate resilience is acknowledging your sadness and like discomfort and being okay with it and doing something about it. Yeah. What what do they say? Like you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it. Something like that. And then I think that also makes us more, okay. Between resiliency and this whole, like being comfortable with being uncomfortable I feel like once you get better at that and you you know become more comfortable with it um I feel like it helps us expand our horizons and like do more adventurous things more risky things like more difficult things overall and like not shelter ourselves out of fear 
So it really is quite the growth mechanism. Wow, that was quite the session of reflection. I think I think we're not going to do action items this week, but I would encourage you to kind of just take a moment to reflect and think about how resilient you have become. Maybe there's something that has happened recently and think about like, what would you five years ago, 10 years ago, how would you react to that? And how did, how did you react to it now? And maybe you can appreciate some of your personal growth. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. And with that, we wish you all the best in your recovery, Marissa. Thank you. Every day is getting better than the last. Not quite linear, but it feels good. Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I hope everybody has a great couple of weeks. You know, you push whatever happens, whatever comes at you, you just push through it. And we will catch you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>